I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right. Good. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. Good morning and welcome to our Monday morning <laughs> podcast where we are slowly losing it. <clears throat> Actually, it's not that slow. We're, we're, <laughs> we're diving head down <laughs> into it. Anyway, welcome to our podcast on the love of God. My name is Matt. And I'm Nancy. And we are your hosts for the next um, however many minutes. We are in, uh, we are in day 11 of Scribble's 31-Day Devotional and Journal. And this this little book is meant to help us understand a little more about God's love. We will never fully comprehend God's love. That's fine. That's not, that's not the point. I don't think he's calling us to try and get every little uh, dot and tittle, as the scripture calls it, in, in order. Uh, but it is, it is important for us to realize and to comprehend that it is a love that we may never understand, but we we get to live in that. We get to, to live in a love that doesn't have ulterior motives or, or special plans, that is fully present and uh, fully open. It's honest. There's there's no fear. The Bible tells us there's no fear in perfect love, and God has perfect love. And that's, that's one of the beautiful things about it, because... Even even devoted love between two people can have ulterior motives at at, at different times, uh, and and not that that you love like I don't love Nancy because I hope she'll fix me dinner. Um, I love Nancy regardless of whether she fixes dinner, but part of what she does drives my love. That's 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 the normal thing of of man and wife and and parent and child. It's not that my love would go away because she doesn't fix dinner. It's that my love increases and it's it's, it's part of uh, in our relationship because she fixes dinner. Now, for those of you who may not go along with the wife must fix dinner thing, I'm just using that. That's not you know, that's example. not how we roll. He we he cooks too. Yeah. So, yeah. I just don't cook as well, so he does a decent so job. I let her do I let her do that. Anyway, my, my point is... It's not her, even the point. I let, I let her I let her cook. <laughs> Thank you, baby, for letting me cook. I give her permission to cook. Okay, that's mm. another rabbit hole. Anyway, my <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is the struggle that we have as flesh and blood, even when it's genuine love and, and things kind of, you know, have some ulterior motives or, or whatever, this is not something that's ever found... In God's love, yeah, there are absolutely no ulterior motives. Right. He's not trying to manipulate us, which is a word that's going to come up this morning. He is not trying to jockey position with us or anything. He just flat out loves us at a ten. And we talked about the the love, the love chart, chart before. Mm-hmm. He loves us at a ten. He always loves us at a ten. It's not going to be a ten point one or a nine point nine. It's always perfect love. And that's, which is the love that we all try to imitate. So let's pray over our podcast this morning and over what we're going to read and study and uh, get into the meat. We Our people group today is government, and then Nancy will take care of prayer request. 
And and I just I, I want to put this out there. If if you're watching this later, or if you're listening to the podcast, and you want to add something to um, the prayer requests, by all means, send Definitely. us a note. Let yes. us know. Yes. If you comment on the on the live at a later date, we will get notified. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can send us a note through the website, uh, which is rhrministries.org. Anyway, contact us, and we will be gladly uh, add your name or your prayer request to this list. And you don't have to have a relationship with us. You don't have to be friends on Facebook or anything like that. If you want to add your prayer request, just let us know. And let us know if you want it to be public or if you just want us to pray about it as a... Unspoken. Unspoken. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. So, All right, so let's pray over our time this morning. Father, we thank you and love you. We're still very much amazed by you, and especially your love. When we start to realize that you not only give love, but you embody love. And that love extends to a sinful world that you died for. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for this time together this morning. We pray, Father, as we study, that we will draw a little closer to understanding you a little better. And as our, our walk and our growth continues, Lord, that's, that, that is our deepest prayer, is that we come to know you just a tiny bit better. We bless you, Father. We pray that you would guide us this morning. Amen. Amen. All right. So as I said, we are in day number 11, uh, which is entitled uh, Generous Love. And yes, generosity has been a topic of late as God has blessed us and 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 blessed us. And bless us a little bit more. And he's also been blessing us. Oh, and then there's the fact that he's been blessing us. <laughs> let's, let's begin. Uh, day 11, generous love. Love is giving. But I say this, or this I say. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as his as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 and 7. Now we see that love within us has an outward appearance. This amazing creation that cannot be seen or held or even fully comprehended sits inside of us, manipulating our every move. There's that word. Manipulating. Manipulating. It controls, it decides, it commands, and it all causes an outward appearance, a vision for the world around us to see and recognize. Usually this love manipulation is done in a great way. It has the best influence on us for good. But love also causes us to leave old friends behind. It can cause us to build houses and monuments, say and do things we had no intention of saying or doing or go to extremes to those that those around us run in fear yet one of the most wonderful effects that love will have on us is generosity the love of giving in fact if a person is stingy their love will always be called into question <laughs> doesn't it though no no says wow that sounds so familiar how cool i love how when when what is going through the airwaves here can touch somebody. It, you know, it's, it is interesting if you think about it. And I know we'll, we'll go back to the reading in just a yes. second. But it is very interesting if you think about it because, you know, we skipped a week. Mm -hmm. 
because I wasn't feeling good. Yes. And so we didn't do we didn't do a podcast. Yeah. So we ended up skipping a week. Now the now for those of you who are listening, it's like, what are you talking about? Well, right, that's so, what Nobley's talking about. That's why yeah. it's familiar to her. See, Nobley is is a member of our church, and yesterday our pastor, uh, Steve Peterson, just an absolutely incredible guy, was teaching on giving to be giving and have a generous heart. Yep. And, you know, I don't believe God does things. I don't believe these kinds of things are random. I think it's God saying, okay, I want to uh, either, I mean, I want to uh, fortify this or I want to, you know, to expand it in your understanding. But nobly, our precious nobly, who so much, she has, oh, she's just, girl, you got we, so we, much We kind of like this kid. <laughs> she's amazing. So she gets up to give her testimony, and she's talking about which was which was kind of a repeat from Thursday night. So it was really kind of like ah, oh, cool. More people get it. She talked about how the Lord had led her to to be and given of not only her ties but more of her whatever. Mm-hmm. Shortly after she began giving her ties, she's finding money. I gotta follow her around. <laughs> she's finding money on the street. We were talking about boom. Yeah, we were talking about how uh, how generous you are. Just like it says, what you reap, you will sow. So the generosity that you use in your giving is the measurement of the generosity yeah, of your that's, return. That's, that was the. And so she's talking about if it's okay, nobly that we're telling your story. Yeah. That uh, once she committed herself to giving of tithes, then God started blessing her in crazy ways. And there were several uh, examples that she gave us. One of them was finding money as she's yeah. on her walk. And so it's like, yes, yeah, he it, does. It was, it was very interesting how then right after she was done, and, and uh, well, we had worship, and then and then Pastor Steve comes up and gives uh, a wonderful lesson upon uh, on, on tithing and giving of your, of your first fruits and so on. And then when the service is over... Yeah. And nobody wasn't there at this at this she, time. Yeah, she had gone by now. She had already left, but we had um, myself, Nancy, Pastor, his wife, when Miriam was there, mm-hmm. and and Joe, who's kind of like a sort of an associate pastor. We were all standing around there for a good twenty minutes, talking about the generosity that God gives us and how He He does. He tells us in Malachi, "Go ahead, prove me on this," mm-hmm. and then just that giving and what. The results are when we give. Mm-hmm. Well, and then back to where you were talking earlier about how we skipped a week a few weeks ago because you were not feeling well that right. day, which out. brought the timing brought to day eleven on the day right behind the right. pastor sermon on exactly. generosity. It's like so, God so knows re- these re- things. Reaffirming these things. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Yet one of the most wonderful effects that love will have on us is generosity. The love of giving. In fact, if a person is stingy, their love will always be called into question. Selfishness, a natural tendency of man, is not just maintaining oneself. It's not just making sure that we are healthy or taken care of. Selfishness is deciding that I am most important. I must be happy above all else. Selfishness will crawl over children to exit a burning building, will spend all their money on themselves, and, oh, this one hurts, will have more selfies on their Facebook and phone than anything else. Ouch, that hurts. A person may have been born into such a home. They grow up thinking that way, and many children today are not being taught to put 
others before themselves to show love for them and one key way to show one key way to show that love is generosity when love gets a hold on us it changes us especially god's love this incredible love that emanates from the presence of god has no equal or match as we have said love is the most powerful thing in the universe that might be an understatement but if love between two people can do what it can do imagine what love between the creator of the universe and mankind can do right so establishing the power of love we understand how it can cause a person to change their whole way of thinking a person once lonely is now secure and happy once angry and hateful now peace-loving and sweet-natured and once selfish and self-absorbed now generous and thoughtful of others love changes us love affects different people in different ways but certain things are commonplace to all generosity is one of them as we come to understand god's love in our lives we come to understand bits and pieces of what love truly is it gets in us and affects the way we think and we begin to reflect it our greatest example of generosity is jesus on the cross and while that is truly a terrible picture, it is indeed the greatest proof of love ever displayed and the greatest example of the generosity that come, comes from that love. It's the reason we call it the passion of Christ. Generosity comes in many, many forms. It might be in giving of our time, taking a year off to, and giving it to those in need across the ocean. And yes, it is in giving finances. But generosity is not duty-bound or limited. It means to give freely without restrictions, not demanding payment, not expecting something in return. Jesus did not climb onto that cross with a plan to get rich. He did not go to the scourging post thinking he would be admired or raised up on some kind of pedestal. He did all he did because of love. He gave generously of his life for those who had yet to even meet him. That is love-induced generosity. It, it is kind of funny to think, you know, here's the creator of the universe. You have to understand that money means nothing to God. Right. He has he has absolutely no need of things or stuff. You know everything that God needs, God has. Mm -hmm. The only thing that He desires is our worship and devotion. Right. But His love for us that was perfectly displayed on the cross is just absolutely. Sometimes I'm blown away by it. Oh, I'm all the time. Blown yeah. Away by it. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, we're going to continue talking about this chapter in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to break here for just a second to put some advertisement in your face. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no nice way to put that. So we're going to break for that, and then we'll be right back, and we're going to do our book review. And then we'll continue with talking about today's devotional. Okay, so. let's do it. Hi everyone, Matt Davenport here. You know Nancy and I are very fortunate to be able to bring our Words of Encouragement Bible Study and the blog to podcast to you multiple times a week. One of the major reasons we are able to do that is because of this incredible website, Anchor Podcast, which is owned by Spotify. When I went looking for a company to publish our podcast, I looked at a bunch that had great deals and offered multiple plans, and then I saw these guys. Anchor.fm. They offered what everyone else offered, but their plan, their best plan, was free. 
Not a trial version, but 100% free. And their services are not trash either. They really have an amazing and simple setup that gets me on multiple platforms without money coming out of my pocket. They take care of it all, and I couldn't be happier. Their website, as I said, is anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. And if you're looking to join the thousands that are broadcasting online, you cannot go wrong with Anchor. If your voice needs to be heard, but the cost is slowing you down, come to anchor.fm. They will treat you the way you need to be treated. And don't forget, they are now part of Spotify, that incredible place where you can find a million songs to listen to. So your podcast will be available amongst the biggest and most popular out there. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's quick. That's why you have to go back and listen to the podcast and yeah, really figure out I what said, we just uh, did. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't understand this. <laughs> okay, so I want to I want to talk about this book. And uh, I, I read this book a while back, and it's 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 got um, got a lot of stuff in it. All right, so John Bevere is well known for his book called The Bait of Satan. That book was given to me many years ago and taught about how the devil uses many things to bait us into a life of struggle through being offended, trapping us in cycles that cause us more and more issues. Such a life is something that we see in the world as a common thing, but it's still a problem in the church as well. Offense is so... I mean, people, we we get offended over nothing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's not the book I'm reviewing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's John Bevere's background. He has a lot of other books as well. Okay. In this book, Killing Kryptonite, Bevere's teaching is focused mostly towards men. He uses the word kryptonite to describe something that seems to drag uh, down the even the Superman mentality of men. That's the word Uh, Something that affects even the strongest Christian man. Porn. Bevere understands the struggle for it was something that he experienced himself. So he isn't teaching from a supposed perspective, but from his own backyard. And so having gone through it, he's able to bring the methods he used and the path that God led him down to offer solutions to other men. One of the great parts of this book is the way it is written and presented. The chapters are kept fairly short, 15 or less pages. Most of them are about 10 pages. Okay. So this is like a step up from a devotional. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. This is kind of how it, how it, how it uh, is presented. And then each of the chapters are broken into different sections. The power of one, identifying kryptonite, effects of kryptonite, and eliminating kryptonite. And having promoted this as a foundation for like a men's group style reading, it concludes with a great series of discussion questions. Let's see here. Killing Kryptonite is a confrontational book that asks hard questions and deals with the reality of being addicted to pornography. In truth, this is the man killer, but it is not stopping there. Pornography has wormed its way into the acceptable place of the home having for many years been an acceptable and acceptable issue in Hollywood and television. It now affects a large and growing amount of women and an alarming amount of those under the age of 18. It is nothing to be taken for granted. I know, so I've been one of its victims since I you know, was in my early teens. While killing kryptonite is not the answer to an addict's life, it will genuinely point them in the right direction. 
the desire to walk away from porn will always be the greatest motivator. Bevere reminds us that it isn't just walking away from porn, but who you are walking to in the end that makes the difference. I recommend this book for individuals as well as a men's group setting that is willing to be honest and truly desires the presence of God to replace the struggles in their life. But before that, I strongly recommend that the leadership read it, even if they believe they do not have a problem, because they probably do. And that's my review of Killing Kryptonite. I highly recommend it. It is not something that women cannot or shouldn't read. In, in fact, it's a, it would be a great read for, for either men or women. But having experienced being addicted to pornography myself for many, many years, I understand, and this book was really helpful, I understand the pit that we end up in that nowadays is easily perpetuated because so much is so available online. And, you know, when I was younger, you it was much more difficult to get a hold of pornography. Now it's being presented to our kids on a day-to-day -day basis in just advertisements and just the filth on social media itself. So that's a great book for that kind of stuff. Now, let's get back to uh, where we were with um, with the love book. And it kind of falls in on, on the tail end of, of this uh, book review, is learning that pornography itself is so destructive. But in the midst of all of this, we experience a love that just cannot be uh, it can't be caged, can't be put in a spot. Right. Yes. And and we have to we have to realize that 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 love is 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 going to affect us. Now, if we accept the love of God, and we desire to go after that, one of the things that we have to learn in the midst of that is that if if we are genuinely, if we are genuine in our desire. Because generosity, generosity is not something that comes to us naturally. Okay? Yes. How many newborns have you seen that are really generous? <laughs> are you, I just, just that goes through my head is mm. like, is like, you know, here's a baby, you know, it's a week old, and it just sits up and says, hey, mom, take the day off. Yes. <laughs> Relax today. I promise to let dad have all the need, you know, diaper changing and all that stuff. <laughs> We're going to let dad take care. It doesn't happen that way. We just, we, we seem to just be naturally selfish. So generosity is something that happens to us. We're not born to it. Now, granted, some kids will be generous in their thinking as they get older. But that's usually the results of how they're raised. Mm -hmm. We look at people, you know, movie stars or, or whoever or whatever, and we think about how... You say, oh, well, you know, that person gave this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, Jesus actually addressed that very thing. Remember the woman with the two mites? Yes. And he said, you know, he, he was talking about this lady. Now, now, the church of that time or the synagogue of that time would have, sorry, you're probably hearing the train in the background. We, we don't have a studio. This is just our living room. So 
if you hear train whistles or, or whatever, it's it's just the natural part of where we Yeah, live. I don't even think about the noises that are coming through here. Yeah, it becomes it becomes so natural so for us, to it. yeah. So as kids grow grow up that you know, generous kids and and in you know it's not uncommon to see a kid, you know, that's six, eight years old with a very generous heart. And that is because the person that they get their love from has presented generosity mm-hmm. to them. Absolutely. It, it is a, a learned trait. Yeah, it doesn't just pop up. No. Selfishness, on the other hand, is a born trait. That's, mm-hmm. You're born with that. Mm. We're, we're, and so we grow in that. Well, mm-hmm. what we do with it, though, yeah, it's kind of up to what we exactly how we want to proceed. What what do we do with that selfishness? Well, when we when we learn to 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 recognize the love of God in our lives as His children, those things change, and generosity is one of them that that starts to show up. Right, and it becomes a powerful and important part of who we are and of what our life is. That said. When generosity takes hold of us as a result of love, and it may not be the first thing that God works on, we start to see something that happens that, that and, and we, this was what our discussion was after church yesterday, was what happens to you when you become generous, when you become giving of your time, effort, and everything. But, you know, one of the things that, that is really super important that we do is to become generous with our valuables, specifically our money, but not yeah. just that. Yeah. Because generosity can't be leveled down to whether or not you give or don't give of your finances. It's it's an attitude. We were talking about uh, we were talking about the tithing and stuff yesterday in church, and and that's one of the things that we have to get is that is that we as Christians are supposed to be changed, and right. one of the changes that take place in our lives is the desire to be a cheerful giver. Absolutely. And, you know, James tells us that a life of faith without works is dead. We There's supposed to be results to who we become. Mm-hmm. For instance, it's just a good example is, is if you become a, an electrician, let's, let's just use that as an example. If you become an electrician, there's all kinds of things that happen as a result. Your knowledge becomes something that, that's, helps pay your checks or helps pay your your wages those wages increase according to the knowledge mm-hmm. your life changes mm-hmm. becoming a christian changes your life there's all kinds of things there's a there's a huge sphere of 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 things that your influences and your and your friendships and your connections stuff all that all changes because now you have the love of god coming in and flowing out and part of that is the generosity of giving not just your time and a lot of people say well you know what i greet at the door (laughs) so i don't need to pay my tithes Mm -mm. well no No. that's not how that works (laughs) or or the really good one i pay my tithes so i don't need to give any more yeah but see the thing is is it's not whether or not you need to give it's whether or not you want to give that cheerful heart. Yeah, it. That's what. That's what shifts. Well, in our life, that that is something that has become a huge or ordeal. A beautiful, wonderful, amazing, hilarious, absolutely fulfilling part of our life. Yeah, is generously giving to others without receiving. 
but we I mean, do we, receive. We, we, I was going to say, we do actually receive. <laughs> Blessings we receive. You know, but, and, and so I, I guess, I guess the timing of this was just perfect because here's a reality that we should be experiencing as Christians, and that is the absolute love to give. Jesus gave, and many times in, in a miraculous thing happened because of that. Yeah. You know, but his presence on earth was always filled with giving of some sort. So uh, that kind of concludes our devotional today. Hope you guys got something from that. As I said earlier, our people group today, it's Monday. It's always government. And, and we love to pray for our government. Part of that is because we're told to, to pray for those who have authority over us. Whether we agree with them, and I and I want to stress that it's so important for us to honor those in authority over us with our mouths and our opinions. It's super important. Doesn't mean we agree with them, and certainly part of our prayer is for their salvation because their actions show that they're not saved, or for their strength because their actions do represent someone who is saved. So we don't have to agree with our president, our governor, our county commissioners, our mayor. We don't have to agree with them to pray for them. We don't have to vote for them in order to pray for them. It's so important as Christians that we follow the word of God in prayerful support of those in authority over us. Not necessarily in voting support but in prayerful support we should be praying for those who have authority over us all right lesson over let's pray father we we praise you we thank you for your presence this morning we thank you for the joy that you impart to us as we come together pray lord jesus that you will bless this time bless the uh, the bible study bless those who are who are here and bless lord jesus those who listen to the podcast later Father, we lift up our people group to you, our, our government, and and they do need our prayers. Uh, whether they are interested in hearing them or not, they need our prayers. And you have told us in your word to pray for those in authority over us. So I lift up our president to you, Joe Biden. And I pray, Father, that, that he would have a revelation of your goodness, that he would see how much you truly love him, and that he would pursue you above everything else. I pray for Kamala Harris, our vice president. I pray, Lord Jesus, that she will hear your voice. And the cabinet that, mm-hmm. that helped serve this team, yes. that they would hear you. They would desire you. They would put all of their stock and all of their goodness towards um, serving you first and foremost. And then they would serve the nation better. I pray, Lord Jesus, for our Supreme Court, that you would protect it, that you would protect the members of the Supreme Court, that you would have your um, your greatest say in their decisions. I pray for those in our Congress, Lord Jesus, as they, um, as they make laws that affect every person in, in our nation. I pray, Jesus, that they will make laws that are guided by your Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I pray for our governors, Lord Jesus, and our governors that they would make a stand on on uh, the goodness of what you've laid down for the human race, for their state, Lord. And I pray, Father, for those 
in authority over our counties, that you would bless them with wisdom, and our mayors, Lord Jesus, that they would understand the need to protect the people, their city, partnering with you yes. in that process. Yes. Father, thank you for the leadership in our country. Thank you for the freedoms we still have in our country, which are still great and much better than most nations across the globe. And I pray for our government, and I pray that revival would break loose in our leadership in this nation. Lord, send revival uh, to, our, to our capital, send revival to our states, our counties and our cities, Lord Jesus. We need revival in the United States. Amen. Send yes. revival, Father, in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for coming and joining us this morning as we uh, <laughs> we gather together to uh, talk about some of the wonderful things that you teach us in your word. And I thank you for this particular topic and how it has followed right behind of what we talked about in your house yesterday. I, I love your timing. I love the way that you um, orchestrate things. Yes. I thank you for the, um, the the lessons learned today on generous giving and that your love is generous. Thank you, Jesus, for all of those uh, wonderful things that you have taught us. And I pray, Lord, that we can uh, fill our hearts and our minds with um, this knowledge and this understanding of your love and how generous it is for us and that we can then go forth and uh, be generous with our love and with uh, our time and our prayers and our money and whatever all that's part of giving so I thank you for uh, instilling us with this um, another glimpse into who you are thank you Jesus for those who have joined us and anyone else who might eventually later on today tomorrow whenever it may be come on and either watch our live or listen to the podcast to get a hold of some more uh, nuggets more information, more um, of that drawing closer to you as we just want to do, to know you more and more. And Father, I just lift up those who have prayer requests. There are many uh, it, amongst our community here. Um, a lot of them are unspoken. A lot of them are for the needs of, of healing and recovery and sickness and illnesses. And there's relational. There's I'm just listing them all off because there's so many and Father, I, one of the things that I've always loved and I thank you for often is that you know our hearts, you know our minds. I don't even need to say details or names or situations because you know them all. And sometimes I rely on that because I forget or I don't know <laughs> who all needs uh, your touch. And so I just lift them all up to you. Pray that your presence would be near our friends that you would hear their hearts and know their needs and that you would touch them with exactly what it is they need today. Father, we pray your Holy Spirit would fill us all up. We love that daily dose that you give us and that you would walk with us and talk with us and guide us and help us to make good choices and help us to um, keep our ears and eyes open to you and only you. Father, we want to give this day to you as we want to praise you, we want to worship you, we want to give you what it is that you are looking for from your children, and that is that relationship. Father, we love you. We give this day to you, as I just said, <laughs> and I uh, pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hope you guys got something uh, out of our discussion this morning about uh, God's love. Um, certainly the need to understand generosity and those types of traits, I guess is a good word it's for a good it. Word. Those types of traits are a result of our relationship with God. So I can't tell you, I mean, I can, but I, I can't just come out and say, hey, you need to be generous. But I can tell you that you need to know the love of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So just real quick, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, we do have a live Facebook live and that's what this is the results of. Uh, we have a Facebook Live. And if you're interested in becoming a part of that or watching it, all you need to do is send me a, a Facebook request, a friend request, to Matt Davenport on Facebook. And we're from Albany, Oregon. If that will help you refine your, your search. Send me a, a friend request. Tell me why. <laughs> you're sending because I'm kind of careful about uh, my friends these days uh, on Facebook. Eventually, this will be in June, June 1st. This will be moved. This Facebook Live will be moved over to our ministry page. And um, so I'm encouraging people to go to uh, Roaring Hearts Revival Ministries and like that page. Mm -hmm. If you would like a copy, last thing, if you would like a copy of this book, uh, Scribble's 31 Day Devotional and Journal, all you need to do is let me know. And I'll be happy to send one to you free of charge. We even cover the shipping. And actually, this is the last thing. <laughs> Our newest book, which is called Simply Grateful, is going to be available sometime this week. Um, it is the ebook is actually available already online. And uh, we will it will be the same thing. If you want a copy of it, just let us know and we will send you a copy of it. But it will be another week or so. Actually, a couple weeks because we have to get the proofs. Go through the proof. Make sure there's no errors anywhere. And uh, once that's released, we'll be announcing it. And we'll be happy to send you a copy of it. It's a wonderful little book. Just short and sweet about a life of Thanksgiving. Yep. And I think that's it. So Yeah, I think that's good. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. We love you. And we will see you tomorrow if you are in our, if you come to our Facebook Live. If you're on our podcast, we'll be talking to you next week. Okay? Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. R-H-R Ministries dot org.